Hello and welcome to a Tellers Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week, as promised, I'm talking about Dragon Ball Z Abridged. This is, in my opinion, better than the original Dragon Ball Z. Uh, this may be a controversial opinion for many out there, but for those who are big fans of YouTube as much as I am, Dragon Ball Z Abridged, like Yu-Gi-Oh! Abridged and Helsing Abridged, were originals uh, YouTube content that was consumed back in the day where we took something like Dragon Ball Z and it was overlaid with different voices and with fantastic voice actors. And in this case, those voice actors came from Team Four Star, the channel that would produce Helsing Ultimate and Dragon Ball Z Abridged. And together, they would create a series that would go on for something along the lines of 10 years before it would end. Uh, and the ending was purely because of uh, copyright infringement and the inability to continue because they were no longer able to produce the content that they were at the capacity without being basically taken down by the companies that originally owned Dragon Ball Z and I think it says a lot about the companies that they realized the competition between the abridged series and the original content. Anyway, enough about that, let's get into some of the clips. Some of my favorite content throughout season one of Dragon Ball Z abridged is not to do with Raditz, 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 <laughs> Cyberman, guys weaker than a Cyberman says what? <laughs> That usually gets to him, Vegeta. Anyway. <laughs> Raditz! What the hell is that? Guy who's as strong as a Cyberman says what? That usually gets to him. I think he's dead, Vegeta. My favorite clips, Mr. Popo, uh, comparing some of the characters to, like, less than than the dirt, which I'll play through. All right, maggots, listen up. Popo's about to teach you the pecking order. It goes you, the dirt... The worms inside of the dirt. Popo's stool. Call me. Then Popo. Enjoy the climb back up, bitch! And then I've also got some of the clips from my favourite character from season one, which is the dynamic between Vegeta and, uh, of course, Ghost Napper, or just Napper as in. Napper was a one-dimensional villain within Dragon Ball Z, and the abridged series managed to make him probably the most memorable one-liner maker of all time. Starting with calling Vegeta a prison bitch. Hey, Vegeta. What is it? We're in prison, Vegeta. I see that, Nappa. Hey, what? Don't drop the soap. So what do we call you? I am Nappa, and this is Vegeta. He was a prison. Shut up, Nappa! Bitch. All the way to calling Chiaotzu a Pokemon, to uh, saying that Vegeta was that stupid. Nappa, what are you doing? It's his turn, Vegeta. I have to wait for him. Uh, uh, uh. You okay, Vegeta? Yes, just, just an aneurysm out of sheer stupidity. Wow. I didn't think you were that stupid, Vegeta. Patty cake, patty cake, baker's man! Make me a cake as fast as you can! Good effort, but I'm the patty cake champion. To uh, <laughs> making us all question the morals of reality. Hey, where'd he go? Did he disappear? Or was he never there to begin with? 
of whether Gohan existed in the first place, uh, to all the way to <laughs> making us realize that he had a modeling career in his free time. Ah, no, my face! My precious modeling career! There's so many clips that I'm going to play through, and I hope you really enjoy them because for me, they are uh, the best parts. They give you a smile, they give you a laugh. That that's exactly what YouTube was back in the day, in phase one, phase two, phase three. You know, whatever phase you're in at the time. I am hilarious, and you will quote everything I say. Season one, I believe, was low res, like the original Dragon Ball Z, but they upped the ante within season two. Season 2, we start with the introduction of, of course, the main bad guy, which is and always will be probably the my favourite bad guy is Lord Freezer. Are you that Freezer guy? I am Lord Freezer, yes. Awesome! I'm a deck you in the schnoz! And they give him, I don't know whether the voice matches Dragon Ball Z or not, but I think the abridged one's perfect, uh, and it does bring out some of the flamboyance that's shown throughout the show. You see, I recently acquired what you people refer to as Dragon Balls, but I'm having trouble getting them to do what I want. Did you try working the shaft? Classy. Now, what does he want? He's asking how to use the Dragon Balls. Did you tell him to work the shaft? Yes, Lord Guru. Good work, now. But at the same time, doesn't downplay the unlimited power that Lord Freezer has and his control over uh, some of the characters that he has around him. Minion 43, would you come in here for a second? I need an example. Private Namol reporting. An example of what, Lord Freezer? <laughs> you see that, Zarbon? That's you if Vegeta is not in front of me in the next ten minutes. But... I think season two really brings out some of the side characters as well, with season two containing Nail, Nail. and <laughs> Super Kamiguru. Nail, what? I shall henceforth be known as Super Kami. Yes, Super Kami. No, wait. Super Kamiguru. Can I just call you Guru for short? Super Kamen Guru allows this. Who are minor characters in consequence to the entire series, but... <laughs> sorry. Um, they are minor characters in consequence to the entire series, but they bring out some brilliant one-liners. Every time you hear the phrase, no, no, you just think of this fat slug man sat in the corner, uh, not being judged by Lord Frey. Good Lord, I was led to believe your species survived entirely on water. How is he so fat? Oh, hello, I'm Super Kami Guru, and I'm the guy who's not judging you on your appearance. And then there's also bringing some of my favorite one-liners from, for instance, uh, Vegeta, talking about some pretty uh, homoerotic stuff in, the, in that clip. Now let me put this in a way you'll understand. I'm about to blow my load all over your insides. What the- No homo. And... There's also the dynamic of Goku and Frieza within this, where we realise how dumb Goku is, using some of the words such as, I gave you a rhetorical answer. Really, killing them is a kindness. I can retract that kindness if you wish. But then who's the villain? You, you 
No, that was a rhetorical question. And I gave you a rhetorical answer. And I remember saying stuff like that when I was at school, just like, this makes no sense, but it's genius. It's so fun to, to watch, to rewatch, to put these clips together and to see some of the hard work that was truly put in and the continuity of the jokes. For instance, we've got uh, Vegeta saying to Lord Freezer, you're not dealing with any Super Saiyan anymore. It's a normal Saiyan, you're dealing with us Lord Super Saiyan. And because they keep saying this monologue so much, Freezer gets so tired of it. And you'll see in those clips as well, where Goku gets so powerful in his Super Saiyan form, he's able to just deflect the laser with his forehead, which is brilliant. Vegeta, explain! <laughs> What are you... You see, Freezer, you aren't dealing with the average Saiyan warrior anymore. Oh my god! He has risen above and become a legend. The legend that you fear. He has become a Super Saiyan! Can't you tell, Freezer? It's just like Vegeta said. No, you f***ing don't! I am the hope of the Omniverse! I am the light bulb in the darkness! I am the bacon in the fridge for all living things that cry out in hunger! I am the Alpha and the Amiga! I am the terror that flaps in the night! I am Son Goku! And I am a super! <laughs> Saiyan. There's also uh, the brilliance of Krillin, who, as I mentioned in previous podcasts, is one of my favorites, and he's just so funny. Again, Team Four Star bringing these side characters who don't really have too much of an impact on the overall storyline and just giving them so much personality. It's brilliant. It really is. And I think this is their genius, as they take uh, a piece of dialogue that they've put together, made it make, make sense in the story, make it make sense in the overall arching theme. I don't know how uh, Krillin being immortal and then chasing, being chased by Lord Freezer around uh, a maze is really making the continuity there, but clearly somehow the writers in the original Dragon Ball Z thought that would make sense in this overall. My ass, bitch, I'm immortal! <laughs> my We've also got uh, Vegeta dying for the first time, which is kind of funny, and obviously the continuity of realizing that Popo is a lord of the universe who has the ability to control the Dragon Balls slash dragons, which is kind of fun to think of him as this immortal god who's just letting Earth exist purely out of pure uh, fun. I'm so f***ing high right now! Oh, it is you, my master. Is it time to lay waste to this world? Eh, not yet. Give them a couple hundred years. See if they can clean this up. <laughs> Kami being kicked off the lockout so that he can have a quote-unquote booty call. The fact that they're able to manage to get a conversation between Ka um, <laughs> Kame and then also having Piccolo at the same time and making that into a dialogue is, is genius. It's so good. You ever think about buying a house? Oh yeah, let me get right on that with all that money I don't have. Well, you ever thought about getting a job? I'm a green slug man. No amount of affirmative action is going to get me a job. If you say so. By the way, that old guy's been standing there for like 15 minutes. Maybe you should say something. <sighs> Fine. What do you want, Kami? Mr. Popo's kicked me off the lookout for the night. Apparently, he has a booty call. 
Bitch, you love it. Last time he did this, I found five corpses. He laughed when I said five. So that's season one and season two. Like, me... Maybe maybe I need to explain as well is that I've cut out a couple of bits where in season two we see the... Um, not G-Force. Is it the G-Force? I'm going to go with that. It's probably wrong. You can comment in, in, comment below on my terrible mistakes of mislabeling certain people in the uh, in the team. But they're brilliant. And I think that Chase and the Lizard guy are also great. But I didn't really want to put too many clips into them because they're not, in my opinion, they're not as funny. <laughs> Apart from the, the fact that the Lizard guy thinks he's the fastest person in the universe. Even though his power level is lower than Vegeta and Goku's. And therefore those two are faster than him. And he's very butt hurt about that. But in after season one and two are done, you have uh, Freezer's dead, basically. He's been put down by Goku. And you have Vegeta now on the quote-unquote good side. I don't think that's even slightly true. But they do bring out the best of Vegeta in the following two seasons, I think. I think he's got more of a personality. I think he's no longer like this one-dimensional human who's just... Sorry, Saiyan, who's just into immortality and the Dragon Balls. He's now more competing with Goku to be the best warrior. And in this following clip, you're going to see him get kicked in the dick multiple times by the villain. And it's so funny. <laughs> they even have a continuity joke later on in a in a completely separate movie slash episode of Dragon Ball Z Abridged where they have Goku get the same thing done to him and Vegeta's like, well, now you know how I feel. He's quite persistent. You have no idea. He's actually a really nice guy after you get to know him. I doubt that. But bitch, I got you this time! You want to know what death tastes like? <laughs> Would you just... What? Where did you... Don't worry. Did you again, best buddy. That's it. Killing you both. Big bang attack. Huh? Aw, he's all tuckered out. He keeps kicking me in the deck. Why? Why does he keep kicking me in the deck? Wait, I think I might have a way to beat him. If you say hit him really hard, I swear to God, I will kick you in the deck! I guess we could hit him really hard uh, together? Whatever. Hey, Vegeta! What works? Team! Finish him off, you jibbering oak! <sighs> See? We can do anything by working with each other. Just shut the f up, Kakarot. Hey, we beat him, right? Yeah, he turned into smoke. And who's that guy? Hello, buddy. All right, the Serengeti star. That's right. I am Asian. For we are a pain in my ass. Well, Vegeta, you take the 500 on the right, I'll take the 500 on the left. 
Screw you! I'll take 501! That's the spirit! Wow. I can't believe every single one of them kicked you in the dick. So it's, again, I love when you take a joke, something as silly as being kicked in the dick like that and making it a continuity thing. How many content creators have the ability to write content that starts in one season and then keep that joke going for a full season to go from there? It's just, there are few people out there, few content creators out there who really have that originality. It's, it's, it's quite genius. So moving on to season three, and I want to start off by setting the bar truly low on my part and my sense of humour in the sense of how we can pound some tuna together. <laughs> oh, we saw Gohan earlier, but he was busy pounding the tuna. What? With Goku gone, Chi-Chi needs someone to do it. All right, I demand to know who has been spreading rumours that I've been forcing Gohan to, and I quote, pound my tuna! Look, Chi-Chi, if it really upsets you, we'll all take turns pounding your tuna, okay? But only if we get to eat it together. And when I mean that, when they have Chi-Chi's tuna getting pounded, and if for those who are innocent-minded, I'm sorry. I am. I really am. I'm, I'm a terrible human being for finding this sort of stuff funny. But I think that this is my crude humour that you're going to have to put up with. And... After we see uh, Krillin bringing out some, I, you know what as well, the fact that they, they get the facial expressions of these characters right when they're telling terrible crude humor jokes is mwah, so magnifique. It is so on point. So moving on to Frieza coming back from the dead. I never got that right. I mean, it, obviously the continuity, again, trying to bring the story out from Dragon Ball Z run, Dragon Ball Z abridged, they can't really do anything about the fact that the story's already been written, they just have to work with it. But bringing back Frieza as a robot slash uh, weird, weird, like, alien thingy, what what even is, what even is he? <laughs> but I love that they have uh, Trunks, who is Vegeta and Bulma's son, come back in time to be able to defeat him with a sword. And I love the points game that's point put it up by uh, <laughs> by Freezer to be able to basically allocate points based off what the uh, minions kill, and then Trunks come in and just slices a bunch of people up, puts them puts Freezer into a meat pie, and then hands his sword over to Freezer's father, who we see very little of, and is kind of undermined by uh, Trunks's overall power of Super Saiyan. Normal human heads are worth one point. Namekian heads are worth 20. Filthy half Saiyan brats, 50. And if you find any miserable, odious, insubordinate, full-blooded monkey garbage, you win. Well, off you go. Yes, sir! So, how many points are those? Mind if I see your sword? What? Why? I just wish to hold it. No! Oh, come on, be neighborly. I'm not your neighbor. I also think I hate you. Look, after what you did, I can fit what's left of my son into a meat pie. Let me see your stupid sword! We've also got the fact that Vegeta's totally jealous at the time of someone other than himself being a Super Saiyan and the fact that he still hasn't achieved it. I think that 
That person is a Super Saiyan! Like hell he is! Spiky gold hair? Incredible power? You don't know that he's a Super Saiyan! Maybe he's superhuman, huh? Maybe you slackers just haven't been trying hard enough! Says the non-Super Saiyan. F*** off! And the fact that Trunks then goes on to meet his father and mother without them knowing that he is their father and mother, and he has some serious mommy issues. <laughs> I'll be your mommy. Well, besides wanting to make at least one timeline without the world being destroyed, my mother didn't tell me until after I'd already done it once. And then she tried to bang you! Hey there, Gohan! And... son. Mother. Moving on from terrible dad and mum jokes, there's also Goku coming back from the dead. So, a Super Saiyan too, huh? That's cool. Took Krillin dying for me to become one. Wait, did something happen to Krillin while I was gone? <laughs> no, but seriously, how's Krillin? A secret? I love secrets. I'm awful at keeping them, though. Like, the worst. Um... Oh, but don't worry. I'll totally keep this one, though. I promise on Krillin's life. Um... Okay, you're right. I promise on Bulma's life. You promise on my mother's life? Bulma's your mom? Damn it! Next thing you're gonna tell me is that Vegeta's your daddy? Mm. Oh my gami Kai. <laughs> What's so funny? Your shirt! I'm from the future. For realsies? For realsies. Quote unquote dead and being able to teleport everywhere. And he also has the concern for Krillin. And his, the fact that he was able to turn Super Saiyan in the first place was purely because of Krillin dying and then him being able to get so angry that he turns into a Super Saiyan. And we'll see in a minute that the fact that Vegeta also learns how to become a Super Saiyan and he's done so just like all of us wanting something as children. <laughs> we'll cry and moan until we get our own way. But how? I thought you had to have a pure heart to become a Super Saiyan, like my dad! Oh, trust me, there's more than one way to realize the legend. I wanna! I wanna be a Super Saiyan! I wanna! I wanna! I wanna! I wanna! I wanna! wanna. Push-ups, sit-ups, and plenty of juice. And besides, my heart is pure. Pure, unadulterated. Badass. Yeah, more like pure, unadulterated ego. I heard that, Triclops! Is that okay? As a matter of fact, go f*** yourself! There's also the fact that Vegeta doesn't have any respect for Trunks, which is kind of funny, and we see the serious uh, similarities between him and his son. You mean you two never got married? What is that, some kind of food? No, just listen. When two people love each other... Oh wow, I'm just f***ing with you. My god, who doesn't know what marriage is? Also, love each other? Making a lot of assumptions. I don't listen to bastards. Oh, come on! We both know I'm your son! And are you as disappointed as I am? So does this mean they're on our side? That is, again, fantastic writing to be able to utilize what's already there within the series and then put their own dialogue to make it make sense and keep the start story going. We've also got 
the interaction of <laughs> Vegeta losing to the androids and not really having any way to be able to blame anyone other than himself, which is so funny. It's it's our egos talking there whenever he's looking at that sort of thing. No, you see, I didn't f up. I just underestimated her. I went in a little too overconfident. But of course I was a little overconfident. I mean, have you ever met me? I'm me. I'm a big deal. And you know who's really at fault here? The boy. And then we finally have, uh, I believe, the destruction of the cell within their universe. You know, I sometimes complain about our lifestyle, but honestly, shooting lasers is fun. Are you making laser noises? All the time in my head. Why, is that weird? Which then leads to the last season, the season four of the Cell Games. So we had the androids in season three, which I think they're funny. They're, no, they're just not that funny because they're not really included in the story after they beat Vegeta up and break his arm. It's more they're doing what they can to prepare for the next level. And I think Cell's probably, uh, you know, you know, for one-liners, like Freezer's obviously the best bad guy, but Cell as the one-liners in the final season of Dragon Ball Z Abridged is the best, without doubt. His one-liner to start off season four, where he talks about <laughs> the dark likings of how he absorbs people to be able to increase his power is pretty messed up. There's nothing more satisfying than the rush I get from watching a person disappear. Uh, this thing's just full of surprises. Surprise! Uh, oh, hey, he's behind you. Howdy, neighbor. Oh, it must be your first tie because you are tight. And unfortunately for you, it's also your last. Uh, Wait, before uh, that, do you want to see something cool? Now I know you're playing me, and I do. Oh, that is hardcore! Uh, uh, but it's a great way to introduce the series. And I love that Vegeta's like, Is that me? Is that me fighting me? Is that me pow more powerful than me? Oh, kill me! <laughs> okay, what the hell am I sensing? Is that the Namekian? Is that me? Is that me stronger than me? Oh, kill me! <laughs> oh, dear. And, of course coming full circle to uh, the previous podcast where I talked about Ten Shinhon and Cell's relationship where he <laughs> Kaio, where Kaioken no, not Kaioken Kiko Kiko <laughs> Ki, Kishoen Kiko, oh, let me, I'm going to have to play the clip and think about it what was it? Kiko, fuck yourself Are you done? Because I'm coming out and I swear to God if you do that again, I will be so freaking nettled! Kikoho. Kiko, fuck yourself. That was it. Kiko, fuck yourself. I love that one. Utilizing the technique is such a good one-liner. Tension on. Kiko, how you doing? And the fact that Cell then has a hate boner triangle for him and some of his pals is always fun to, to watch as well. Oh, could it be Ten Shinhan? Please tell me it's Ten Shinhan. Man, that's like a hate boner triangle. And then on top of that, we've then got uh, 
Android 18 being absorbed into cell, and from there, we have the perfect cell. 18! I'm coming! As well as, of course, Cell pressing the Goku button, which he shouldn't have done that. Oh, what's wrong, Prince? Did I touch a nerve? You press the Goku button. Excuse me, but what? You shouldn't have did that. So the final bit, Perfect Cell. Perfect Cell to me uh, is brilliant because I love the relationship that he has with Goku and the fact that he's so they're so reflected in each other and I, I love that <laughs> they put some pretty funny jokes between Goku and Cell and the the funny sort of relationship they have in the the it's almost like a lovers fight lovers quarrel fighting each other. So you're gonna take a swing. Are you just gonna stand there staring into my eyes? Oh, what was that? I was busy staring into your eyes. Oh, you beautiful Saiyan bastard, just punch me already! How about we slip into something more comfortable? Wait, I'm confused. Are you asking me to get naked? Because I'm not gonna say no, but I shouldn't say yes. I'll go, go now! Yeah! There's also the fact that Gohan, a child, then has to go on to fight Cell, which is so fun, and how they turn the idea of, I'll be thinking of you the entire time, Goku. But I want you to know, while I'm busy pounding your son, I'll be thinking of you the entire time. And I, yeah, I don't know. There's so much in this series, there's so many good things about Goku, and Gohan, and Cell, and the one-liners that are shown throughout it, and the fact that he's made all of them. So when I said earlier that he's fighting himself, Cell is made up uh, of all of the crew on Earth. So you've got Piccolo, Gohan, well not Gohan, Goku, uh, you've got Vegeta, you've got, uh, and that's where you see this like personality traits of all of them within Cell and how that's reflected in the com comedy and how they make the storyline work by making the elements of each character reflected within Cell. It's totally a victory. Because I'm giving up. That means you win. Every word you just spoke has made me violently angry. Oh, great! Now I'm agreeing with Cell! Look what you made me do! Cell, you knew what this was. Just a fight. Nothing more. You bitch. If you seriously concede, I'll... I'll just blow up the Earth like I said. So unless you want me to turn this whole planet into an asteroid field, Kakarot... Get back up here and punch me in my perfect jawline! You eat people all the time! Yes, and I'm a monster. Yeah, with all our stolen DNA. I didn't ask to be born, dads! I don't know if you can also put the uh, funny jokes that he comes up with, like the sort of one-liners that may be coming from Krillin, maybe, that he's able to just implement there. Oh, no! But apart from that, um, I think that Cell on his own has his ability to just make anything homoerotic <laughs> but i do love the fact that they really rounded the series off well with cell because everyone just there was so much personality to him and it's very hard to overdo freezer because freezer is such a high quality character in terms of writing that it's becomes very difficult to write another super duper powerful overlord into the show and make them as funny as the previous one in a completely different way you've got you know maybe there is some similarities in the the jokes that dragon ball z abridge makes but for me personally 
uh, I think that they nailed it in the differences as well. I really also, the one thing that made me truly sad was the fact that they weren't able to take the Margin Buu series, they weren't able to take on uh, the new version of Dragon Ball, which is Dragon Ball... Oh my god, it's gone from my mind. I'm gonna think. It's the one with um, Lord Burris and the battle of the, for the universe. So I don't know why that's... See, this happens to me all the time. Like, it just goes in one ear and out the other. But nonetheless, it's kind of sad that the Dragon Ball uh, Abridged guys weren't able to tackle those following seasons. There's a lot of good content there. And maybe one day we might get a few more episodes that tackle those. Uh, but the... Again, I'm going to give an overall thank you to Team 4 stuff for making the jokes, the brilliance, the editing, the dialogue, the voice actors, the story, the way they put it all together and made YouTube laugh. Because that's what they did. They made you, the viewer, you, the listener, laugh from all of these silly clips, from all of this great dialogue, from putting a fighting show and making it into a comedy and making something that was already good great and there's very few people out there who can do that so thank you as always for listening thank you for always watching as well this has been the tell us tales podcast this has been chris's corner i've been your host chris taylor and as always i hope to see you this time next week bye now damn it damn it damn it damn it damn it wow Piccolo's pulling at your dad. Damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it, damn it! Oh yeah, see? And now we have this. You, Namekian, too strong! Explain now! He fused with Kami so he could become stronger. The f**k's the Kami? Basically, God. But I'm still here! Do you really believe your own hype that much? I am the hype!